Good evening, kings and queens. It's your girl, Queen Callie, and I wanted to take this opportunity to speak on this podcast today about the idea of sensitivity. I truly believe that when it comes to Jesus Christ and his father, we need to get our sensitivity back. I want to check a spirit of the hardened heart. I think we live in a generation where our hearts are so hardened by some of the hurt and the pain that we've experienced in our lives, whether it's from other people, whether it's from our parents, whether it's from friends who claim that they were friends, whether it's from situationships, relationships, whatever, we have been hurt. And because we have been hurt, we have allowed our experiences to harden our hearts. And I promise you that God tries to utilize our suffering and our pain to actually allow us to become closer to him Yet we have utilized that pain and instead of utilizing it for the glory of God so that eventually we can come out on the other side of that pain to share it with people and allow it to be part of our testimony. We've utilized it to harden our hearts. And so then we go into deep depressions. We go into phases of bitterness and frustration towards other people. And we are not called to be people who have hard hearts. We are called to be people who share God's light. And I got to this place in Acts, Acts chapter 7. Um, specifically, we come into contact with a man named Stephen. And the Bible describes Stephen as a man full of God's grace and power. And Stephen found himself in a situation where he was around a lot of people who were angry towards the Jesus followers. They were angry um, towards people who were standing with Jesus' power. And now this is at the point of time in which Jesus has already died and resurrected, and he's got people on his behalf trying to speak to the churches in different areas about what they should be doing. And Stephen basically gets up in front of what the Jews call a Sanhedrin, which is essentially like, think of it as a religious legislative body um, for religious people. And In this temple, we've got a lot of people that are frustrated with Stephen because he's got the power of the Holy Spirit within him. And he's speaking on Jesus's behalf and and claiming what Jesus is capable of doing in people's lives. Um, And what we see is a lot of people judging him, a lot of people hating him, a lot of people speaking out against him. And what I love about Stephen is the fact that he gets in front of these people and he stands on the word And he basically shows them that regardless of what they do to him, they cannot take the Holy Spirit away from him. And I wanted to utilize Stephen's story as an example here of how our experiences of suffering and pain are, again, not supposed to make us hardened people and harden our hearts. They are supposed to allow us the opportunity to stand firm on the faith regardless of what we go through to develop our character, to grow us as human beings, and eventually be able to come out on the other side of that, sharing our testimony and shining God's light. And so Stephen is speaking to these people, um, and basically he goes through the entire history of sharing how you got Abraham who left his country and was promised certain things from God, and that God promised him that he would have descendants um, that would possess the land, even though at the time Abraham had no child, he had no descendants. And not only that, eventually Abraham's descendants would be mistreated. They would become slaves. After that, we see 
you know, Moses coming to save the people and the people that Moses comes to save, which just so happened to be Abraham's descendants, end up turning against Moses. And then we see that after all this time that has passed, um, Stephen goes on to talk about how um, the ancestors ended up refusing to obey the Lord and they rejected the Lord and they began to idol worship. And so all along in Stephen's story, what we're talking about here is Stephen going through a series after series after series of example of all these people that are in chronological order of history who have stood on the promises of faith that were given to them by God. And then once they passed away, their ancestors ended up coming along. And instead of following Christ, they turned against them. They were mistreated. They experienced suffering. They experienced idol worship, all these things. And basically what Stephen is saying is like all throughout history, what we see is every person that God has called to something, they've been rejected by society. They've been killed by society. They've been harmed by society. They've gone through some kind of suffering or mistreatment from the world. Yet these people still stood on their faith. And now Stephen finds himself in the same predicament where he's now standing on his faith, being judged by the people. And he's trying to stand on his faith and rebuke these people for um, doing exactly the same thing that they do historically. And I think the cool thing about Stephen's story is that we still see this to this day where it doesn't matter who you are. If you are someone who loves Jesus and you stand on that faith, the world hates you. Like we try to tell people who come into the faith that like, oh, it's going to be an easy time. Like now that you have Jesus, that like life is going to be easy. And that is not the case at all. And I don't want to turn anyone who's new to the faith away. It's just that the reality is when you come to Jesus, you're going to start experiencing spiritual warfare. There are going to be people that no longer want to be around you because you blurt out the name of Jesus Christ. And that name comes with power and authority. There are going to be people who no longer like you. There are going to be people who have certain perceptions of you just because of the, the fact that you are claiming Jesus Christ and his father. And um, what I love about Stephen is in um, verse 51, he says, you stiff necked people, your hearts and ears are still uncircumcised you are just like your ancestors you always resist the holy spirit was there ever a prophet your ancestors did not persecute they even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one and now you have betrayed and murdered him you who have received the law that was given through angels angels but have not obeyed it and after that they stoned stephen like the people killed stephen but you know what at the end of the day stephen still stands on his faith and um Verse 57, I'm going to read at this. They covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices. They all rushed to him, dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against him. When he said this, he died. That is some powerful stuff. One, I want to highlight here the fact that Stephen, after all of that, after all the persecution he received from people, still asked God to not hold this sin against the people. And he was able to do that because he knew where he was going. And I wanted to utilize this in the context of talking about sensitivity, right? 
I don't think that sensitivity should be us being soft at all. I do believe people should have boundaries around their heart. I do believe we need to make sure that we are not always putting ourselves in a predicament where we're getting cut and harmed by people who have hurt us. However, the thing that I think we can learn from Stephen's story is one, to be strong enough and bold enough to stand on your faith. But two, to be sensitive enough to understand that the world is crazy. The world has people in it that are hurt and those people are hurt. People hurt other people and those people are going to go out in the world and try to hurt other people. And at the end of the day, people who love Jesus tend to be the people that get persecuted a lot. We tend to be the people that go through a lot of suffering that other people do not understand. We go through a lot of spiritual warfare that other people do not understand. But through that suffering, we're supposed to stand on that as our testimony and to remind people that suffering isn't just suffering. At the end of suffering comes joy. At the end of suffering comes light. And that light is shown through the story of Jesus Christ. And that's what Stephen stood on. And that same breath, he still had the ability to articulate to God, Lord, Please do not hold this sin against these people. When we claim to be Jesus followers, it is so easy when someone hurts us for us to try to write them off. Oh, like they talked about me. Oh, they did this to me. Oh, they hurt me. Yes, they hurt us. But our jobs are not to take offense. Our jobs are to continue to pray for those people. We might have to pray from a distance. Like if you have a, a terrible relationship with your father, if you have a terrible relationship with uh, a frenemy or whatever, like you don't have to always be in your in that person's face trying to um, reconcile that situation. Those things are going to take time. However, it is not our job to hold that bitterness in our hearts towards it. We're still supposed to be have this sense of sensitivity towards that person. We're still supposed to exhibit a sense of grace towards that person. And that is a very, very hard thing to do. The Lord does tell us to love our enemies. And that is one of the most challenging things anybody could ever go through. The other part of this sensitivity I want us to realize and recognize in this situation is that not only are we supposed to be sensitive to God's people who are hurt and who hurt us, we are also supposed to be sensitive to God's word. And the thing I like about Stephen is that he is so in tune with God's word. He is so confident in where he's going that it doesn't phase him that these people stone him literally to death. He stands on that word. He's sensitive to God's word. And look, not all of us are supposed to stand on God's word and be martyrs for the faith. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I do think that there's a certain level of obedience that we have been lacking because we are not sensitive to God's word. And when you're sensitive to God's word, he will whisper things to you that you're supposed to do that no one else in the room is going to hear that you and you alone have a task to do. And I want us to hold on to that because, again, we can miss out on opportunities. We could push our timeline 20 years to the right just because we're not sensitive to what it is that God is calling us in particular to do. He's not calling you to do the thing that other people are doing. Again, you might not be the one that's supposed to be the martyr that stands on the faith in the way that Stephen did, but you're supposed to be doing something that God's called you to do probably two to five years ago that you still haven't done. I'm guilty of that as well. And so just like I think that we're supposed to be sensitive to God's people, especially the people who are hurt and who've probably hurt us. And we're supposed to provide grace and mercy in those circumstances. We're also supposed to be sensitive to what God is saying to us so we can be obedient to that and be confident in that. 
And I know that it's hard to be confident when you've probably just heard a whisper from God. But trust that when you hear that whisper, a lot of times God will reconfirm that for you. And if he's not speaking to you, think that probably it's because he's spoken something to you some time ago that you're supposed to. He's waiting on you to act on and you just haven't done it. So I just want to challenge us in that. I want us to I want to challenge us in our sensitivity. I want to make sure that I remind us that it is okay for us to. There's a difference between being soft and sensitive. Soft is okay. You just let everybody into to whatever boundaries you set. You allow people in to cut you and to hurt you and all those kinds of things. And that is not what I'm saying at all. I want to clarify that. I want to make that very plain. We are supposed to have boundaries around our hearts, but that does not mean our hearts are supposed to be stiff towards people. Even the people that hurt us, there should be a level of understanding of, oh, they're hurt because they don't have the light that I have. And maybe it's my job to share that light with them so that they don't become so hard. And if we are the people that are hard, then we need to check that spirit. We need to go to God and be like, God, my 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 heart is so hard right now that I cannot even receive what it is that you're trying to give me. I cannot even receive the people that you are trying to to bless me with. You're asking God for a leadership position, but he can't trust you with it because your heart is so hard that he can't trust that you're going to take care of those people that he's calling you to lead. You're asking God to put you in certain positions to make certain connections, but he can't even give you that because your heart is so hard. It's too hard to receive what he's calling you to. So if you have a hard heart, if you have a bitter heart, if you have a frustrated heart, if you have an angry heart and it's tied to someone who's hurt you, if it's tied to God and making it so that you feel like God is the one that's keeping you from certain thing, ch- things, check that spirit. Um, and again, not only checking that spirit of a hard heart towards other people, but checking that towards where you place your level of, of heart hardness towards God, right? Because not only can we be hard towards people, we could be hard towards God. It could be God hasn't answered us in a minute and we feel really frustrated towards him because he's not giving us what we want. Well, we have to recognize that God is not a slot machine. He is not just like a give and I'll like if you give me this I'm going to give you that kind of God like he performs miracles he does things for us but sometimes he just wants to trust that that he can sit with us just like he wants us to dwell with him he wants to dwell with us and so there are a lot of times that he might not be speaking to us directly and it's so that we can become sensitive to his 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 um actions again it's so that we can become sensitive to who he is again maybe he's just trying to get you to a place where you truly understand who he is he is holy he is divine he is someone worth all of our worship he is in the trees he's in the air that you breathe he is in the basic necessities of life your heartbeat that you cannot control everything that you cannot control he is in and so maybe he's just trying to get us back to that place of sensitivity that we need to understand so I just want to lift that up. That was on my heart and on my mind. I just feel like we are a generation of people that is so quick to be so hardened by our experiences instead of allowing our experiences to take us through this journey where we become not soft, but sensitive to what God is doing. He wants to bring us to a place of feeling again, of understanding what it is that he's doing in this world. When you can look at the trees and you can look at the sky and you can look at another person that's across from you and be like, wow, you created this, Lord. You are so 
beautiful and divine and I thank you for just being who you are that is the place of sensitivity he wants to get us to and when we are able to reach that place of sensitivity then we are able to truly go forth with grace with mercy with forgiveness and execute the mission that he's called us to because we understand the gravity of it I think when we have hard hearts we don't understand the gravity and the depth of what it is that God is doing the nature of what he's doing so Lord, I lift up every sound, every person on the sound of my voice. I lift up every heart, Lord. I pray that you allow us to release all the bitterness, all the rage, all the anger, all the frustration, all the malice, Lord. Allow us to be sensitive to your people. There are people who have hurt us, Lord. And Lord, we ask for forgiveness. We Just like you have had to forgive us for so many things on a daily basis, Lord, we pray that your over your overwhelming sense of presence allows us to understand that it is our job to forgive people too. That we cannot receive your forgiveness unless we take the time to receive we forgive others as well. And Lord, I pray that you allow us to receive your sensitivity. Allow us to understand the depth and the gravity of who you are. Allow us to just reach back to a place of worshiping you. Allow us to understand that you are the God of the universe of this world. You give us the basic necessities you provide for us on a daily basis, Lord. Allow us to be sensitive to your word and allow us to be sensitive to your people. Open our hearts that way we can receive your sensitivity so that way we can move forward with your mission. In your name we pray. Amen.